Hello everybody and welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. Today we have some new information that has been released in the Gabby Petito case. If you are listening to this and you are somehow unfamiliar with the Gabby Petito case, I have done many podcast episodes on this. I don't even know exactly how many I have done, but I have done many. I started this podcast about a year ago covering her case from the beginning. So if you're unfamiliar, you can go back and listen to those podcast episodes and get all the information regarding her case. But there has been some new video footage that has surfaced um, in this case, video footage that we honestly didn't even know existed. And so it's really interesting. So we're going to talk about that. But some of you might remember the Mary Piglets incident, which occurred in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And this was not too much before Gabby would end up dead. And it was, you know, some time later that someone came forward and said that they had witnessed a big argument happen at the Mary Piglets restaurant in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which the Mary Piglets is a Mexican restaurant in the town of Jackson Hole. And this person had said they had seen them go into the restaurant and they had they were sitting at a table next to them and then they had witnessed him you know yelling and getting verbal with Gabby and also the same with the manager and at one point they storm out or at least Brian storms out without paying the bill and then circles back into the restaurant and continues to yell at the manager and from what we're told and what we know, they did eventually pay the bill, but there was some sort of ver- verbal altercation there at the restaurant. And the restaurant themselves, they've been a little leery about talking to people and about being on camera. And I get that the whole incident has probably, you know, it's probably added a little bit of a negative light to the Jackson Hole, Wyoming area, you know, and and it's it's, you know, it's tragic in a whole Um, And so, you know, I get that they maybe haven't wanted all the spotlight on them for this case. Um, But I think we can all agree that the Mary Piglets incident was pivotal in this case. And it ended up being kind of a pivotal piece in the timeline because, again, it was not too... um, it was not much later that Gabby would end up dead. And so I know I've had a lot of questions about the incident, you know, specifically what occurred and what was said and exactly what happened um, to kind of piece together like, okay, what did the rest of the day look like after they had lunch at the restaurant? Um, And what exactly happened? Because it's presumably later that night that Gabby would end up dead. And so this incident at Mary Piglet's becomes really important. And now there is new video released of a little of time after the Mary Piglets incident. So we know they have lunch at Mary Piglets and then we didn't really know what the rest of the day looked like. And, you know, we up until then, up until now, we had known that Mary Piglets was kind of the last time that Gabby was presumably seen. And then we know by later that night she is dead. So what really happens? What's the time frame? That's always been a big question. 
Well, now we know that they drove from the Mary Piglet's restaurant to the Whole Foods Market, which is about a seven minute drive. So it's really close. I mean, it's Jackson Hole is a pretty small town, so everything is relatively close together. But they drive from the Mary Piglet's restaurant to the Whole Foods, about a seven minute drive. And they, um, they park in the parking lot. So CCTV footage has been released, which um, you can find online. I will link on my Instagram and on my Twitter, I'll link um, some videos where you can watch it. Um, but I'm going to kind of explain it on here and we'll talk about it a little bit. And then after listening to this podcast episode, I recommend you go watch the video footage. Um, but... We see on the CCTV camera from Whole Foods, their van pull into the parking lot. So they pull into a parking lot spot and Brian kind of immediately gets out of the car. He walks to the back of the van and he opens the back door of the van. He gets out a ball cap, he puts on a ball cap and then he walks back over to the driver's side door. This whole time at the beginning of this footage, we don't see Gabby. We see him get out of the van Um, we see him, um, walk back to the van, the back door of the van, grab a ball cap, put on a ball cap. He closes the back door of the van. Then he walks back to the driver's side of the van. And then that's when we see, um, we see him in the driver's, like he's standing in the driver's side door area with the driver's side door open and, then he slams the driver's side door and you can pretty easily tell that he slams it it's not a like a soft close like he slams it his hand flies up in the air like it's a slamming and then um he proceeds to start walking like away from the van that's when gabby emerges from the van she comes out from the van she walks over to brian to meet him um, and they go back to the driver's side door um, and it's like he's fishing for something in the driver's side door and then he closes it again this time is a gentle close and then they start to walk together inside into the grocery store now you can very visibly see Gabby with her arms crossed she's also holding a couple bags like grocery bags, reusable grocery bags, and Brian is walking to the side of her. They're not holding hands. They're not, like, touching each other. There is visible distance between them, and her hands are visibly crossed, and she's holding several grocery bags. Well, so then they walk into the Whole Foods store, and there is CCTV footage inside the store, which you can see them kind of browsing around. They walk around the store, they stop, they look at a section at a shelf and kind of peruse, and then they continue walking. So there's a couple shots of them within the Whole Foods store. And apparently they're in the Whole Foods store for about 15 minutes, and they buy presumably they only bought two things cheese and coffee so they're in the store for about 15 minutes but only end up walking out with two things which going in she had three or four reusable grocery bags and then they only bought two things so you wouldn't need all of those bags um but 
you um, then you see them walk out of the store they walk back to their van they both get in he gets in the driver's side she gets in the passenger side of the van and they are like they close the door of the van and they're in the van for about 20 minutes before the van exits the parking lot which you ask yourself what are they doing for 20 minutes in the van um, and there's no audio with any of the cctv footage so you know we can't hear anything but it it asks you know the question begs the question of what is happening in the van for 20 minutes like what are they doing and you know they only got two groceries so it's not like they had a whole cart that they had to like unload into the car or anything so um it's curious what they were doing in the van for 20 minutes and then you see their van pull out of the parking lot and exit and we don't know if from there if they went back to the um campsite it's hard to say but it's really interesting video footage and a few things stand out to me the first thing that i really noticed was the slamming of the car door that was very clear to me and that you know it seemed like okay there's still some tension there he's still upset about whatever transpired at the restaurant they haven't really like fully like cooled off from that you know they just came from the restaurant so the slamming of the door like there's still tension there and then when she exits the car and they begin walking into the restaurant or the whole food store her arms are visibly crossed which to me is a sign of of I'm upset I'm mad I like I don't want you to approach me right now like I need my space definitely gives off that kind of vibe and then the 20 minutes in the car is interesting you know what are they doing in there for 20 minutes maybe maybe they're trying to hash out whatever the argument was at the restaurant like maybe they're trying to to you know discuss that figure that out um there's been you know the question of you know did her death happen in the parking lot i think it's highly unlikely that it would have happened in the parking lot because this was a busy parking lot it's a grocery store there's lots of people coming and going and so i don't think that he would have done it in the car um you know first of all i think space is tight and secondly i just think there's too many people around and so I don't think he would have done it in the parking lot in the car but I do think maybe it was going through his brain at that moment you know maybe whatever transpired at Mary Piglet's he's he's still hot and heavy obviously he slams the door we can see that he's still hot and heavy he's you know he's still angry and then they go into the grocery store for 15 minutes and you know maybe he's he's still spewing like in his mind the whole time thinking like i'm so fed up you know he's still mad and then they get back into the car and you know maybe they do continue kind of like a verbal argument and in his head he's thinking like i'm just done with her i am done with her i like i'm not putting up with this anymore and then maybe they continue their verbal argument as they're driving from there to the campsite from the whole foods to the campsite and when they you know maybe then when they arrive at the campsite you know that's when he just he's had enough and that's when it happens um you know that to me seems like 
the most um, logical um, just because the, you know, the grocery store is busy, the parking lot's busy. And so I think it probably did occur at the campsite after they got back. I also tend to think, you know, it probably occurred at dark. I think if it was, you know, while it was still light out, I, you know, one, I, I don't know that he would have done it then because people could see. And two, I think, you know, there would have been a far greater chance that someone would have seen an incident occur in daylight versus if it's dark. If it's dark, it's harder to see, obviously. You can't, you know, at a campsite, especially um, when you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, it's especially harder to see. And so it, to me, makes more sense that if it occurred at the campsite, that then he wouldn't, um, like someone else maybe wouldn't have seen. I still think it's bizarre that like nobody would have heard something. I, you know, I truly think that it's bizarre that nobody would have heard something. I mean, I, I go camping quite often and every campsite's a little different, right? Every, you know, every campground ground is different. Some campsites are really close together. Other campsites are a little more spread out. And from the looks of video footage I've seen of these campsites, it does appear that, you know, that they're a little spread out. I mean, they're not directly next to each other. Um, but I still think like you would be able to hear something. I mean, and whenever I'm camping, I, my ears like somehow like tune themselves like to know that, oh, we're out camping. So any rustling noise, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to hear it. Any, any noise out of the ordinary, I'm going to like my ears just tune to that when I'm camping because, you know, there's wildlife that you have to watch out for. And there's, you know, there's different things. Um, you know, especially when you're tent camping, you don't have like a buffer of, you know, to buffer any of the noise. And from what we know, um, you know, they were tent camping, but a lot of people, you know, there, um, I think were probably tent camping. And so it just, that's always been a big question is like, how did someone not hear, you know, how did someone not hear if, you know, if, if she, you know, if he's killing her um, in this manner, there would be some sort of struggle. There would be some sort of noise occur. And so how did someone not hear them and, you know, not go see, hey, what's going on? I mean, there's several times I've been camping. I've, you know, even if it was after I'd gone to bed or sometimes before, you know, but it's still, you know, dusk or dark and I've heard a weird noise and I've gone to investigate. I've like gotten out of my tent. Oh, you know, what was that noise? And I've gone to like try and figure out what the noise was because you're out in nature, you're out in the wild, like odd noises. You need to know what those odd noises are because it could be, you know, a bear trying to enter your campsite or something. So those are important things to know. And so that's always been a bizarre thing to me. The fact that like supposedly no one heard them. Um, I don't know. That's, that seems, that seems weird to me. Um, and it, from the video footage, all the campsites were full. So it's not as though there were empty campsites there. So that's, that's always been a bizarre thing to me as well. Um, but the video footage is definitely chilling and haunting seeing this new video footage as we know that Gabby then dies a short time later. Um, 
is killed, I should say, a short time later um, by, we presume, Brian Laundrie. Um, and so it's definitely very sad to see that, like, these are her apparent last moments. Um, and, you know, the other question is why so long for them to release it? You know, why did they have to wait so long um, for, you know, them to release the video footage? Um, and I don't know. I mean, it could, part of it could be that, you know, they released it to law enforcement, you know, pretty quickly, but then, um, it, you know, law enforcement said, well, you know, we don't want it released right away or something, but we're like a year later now, um, from Gabby's death. And so, you know, I could understand in the beginning and, you know, and obviously, while they were still looking for Gabby and then, you know, after her body had been presumed dead, I don't know why it couldn't have been released and, you know, couldn't have potentially given some clues. And as of now, we are not aware of anybody that was like shopping at the Whole Foods that saw anything or reported anything. Um, We're not aware of that, although there could be someone or some people that, you know, did go and report something to law enforcement, um, but, you know, perhaps they, you know, it just seemed like a normal shopping trip for them and nothing out of the ordinary to an average person shopping in the grocery store. Um, I mean, it's hard to say, um, but definitely chilling and heartbreaking to watch this video footage and to know that Gabby is not alive much longer after that. Um, I highly recommend you go watch this video footage I'm going to share it on both Instagram, which is MYS Headlines Pod. I will share a link to it where you can um, go watch the video footage. And then um, I'm also going to share a link on Twitter, MYS Headlines, there as well. So you can go check out the video footage. And I'd love to know what you think about the video footage. What stands out to you about it? You can always chime in on the conversation and um, share, share your thoughts with me. I appreciate you listening and sharing any of these podcast episodes and helping um, to bring some answers for these families and these missing persons. If you um, have only really tuned into my Gabby Petito um, podcast episodes, I highly recommend you check out some other podcast episodes because there are lots of other missing people, especially a lot of missing young children. And I am really focusing on covering their cases. And so you can go back into my podcast library and see I've covered multiple other cases concerning other missing um, people and missing children. So I highly recommend you go listen to those episodes and let's bring these babies home. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.